And I am very obviously not Travis talking at the moment. Otherwise, he would be here welcoming you to the latest Drunk Friend podcast. And uh, the reason he's not here is because he has real responsibilities to attend to. And that leaves me, Alex, a.k.a. Sinestrunk, in charge, which is definitely not a good thing. That's that's very bad. I don't, I don't know what to do when I'm... I'm the only person here. Like, what do I, what do I do? I'm just, it's just me. Like what, what's the, the alien uh, tagline? Like nobody can hear you scream in space or something like that. That's what I feel like right now. It's like the, the silence in between my, my sentences is going to suck me in and just destroy me. So yeah, (laughs) on that note, I'm going to read some emails real quick before uh, I get to some business I need to attend to. I want to um, read an email from William, and uh, he says we got a really we got some really nice emails from you guys. You keep it up. You guys are amazing, We're giving us this great feedback. He says you guys fucking rock, especially for being a brand new podcast. I'm similar in age, and I can tell you I've never been into collecting video games all that much, but for whatever reason, I enjoy uh, watching videos about people talking about them. Now your podcast is that shit. You guys keep it real, and I enjoy your guests. With this being said, how do I help out? I really enjoy this, and I want to see this podcast grow. Thanks, fellas. William. And really, William, first, thanks for the great email. It's, it's super nice to get. It's like every you know everybody likes hearing that kind of stuff. And the way you can help out is just you know, rate and review and subscribe and all the stuff you hear, <laughs> you know, it's, it, you hear it on every podcast. So I feel kind of weird saying it for myself and on behalf of somebody else. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's how you can help us is just like leaving a review and a, and a rating and all that sort of stuff. So we also got another email from Robert, who is a long time viewer of SNES drunk and he's a super cool guy. And he says, um, hello, friendly cop podcast buddies. Thanks for asking Dan about the console wars. Yeah, I'm one of those guys who wish the wars never ended. Doe. So I wouldn't mind you asking every guest to pick a side and defend themselves tooth and nail. That's actually, this is me talking now, not Robert, but that's a very good idea on something we should have been asking everybody up to this point. So that's an excellent point. Robert continues, but more seriously, I was recently wondering what gaming magazines you once read, if you still read any today. Uh, He says, I'm a big fan of Retro Gamer and Edge, but they're British, so perhaps they're less well-known in the USA. I was lucky enough to read Nintendo Power as a kid, so that's really cool, Robert. And then, uh, so I'll answer that. Um, I read a lot of gaming magazines back in the day, but I only had one subscription, and that was Nintendo Power. But every once in a while, my dad would bring home, like, a Game Pro, or maybe my brother would get a Game Informer. I still have the Game Informer that features uh, Mortal Kombat 2 that has every finishing move uh, detailed, like, everything you need to do for 
uh, every finishing move in that game for Super Nintendo. I still have, I freaking poured hours over that thing. And EGM was another one. Uh, can't say I've heard of Retro Gamer or Edge, unfortunately, but um, Robert continues on his email with his all time Timberwolves team. Uh, talking about our 90s NBA podcast, uh, the last uh, podcast we had with Mr. Friday Night Arcade, a.k.a. Aaron. He's got his starting five with shooting guard Wally Zerbiak, or sh- I should say shooting guard small forward Wally Zerbiak, and then he's got small forward power forward Kevin Love, power forward Kevin Garnett, Carl Anthony Towns at center, and then Michael Williams at point guard? Michael Williams? What? And then his bench is Ricky Rubio, Pooh Richardson, Sam Mitchell, Andrew Wiggins, Tom Gugliata, and Christian Leitner, and Nikola Pekovic. First of all, I, I want to say I, I definitely approve the inclusion of Nikola Pekovic because that guy was a force of nature. Um, but Michael Williams, a point guard, what are you doing? What are you doing? What is that? Um, you got to go Terrell Brandon. At point guard, the, the 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 history of the Timberwolves point guards is very sorry. The history of the Timberwolves in general is just very sorry, very sad. It's it's terrible. It's garbage. I'm not going to mince words. It's garbage. Um, I would put Carl Anthony Towns on the bench. I'm not, you know, he puts up great numbers. I'm not that impressed with that guy. I don't follow the NBA that much, but it's my list. Whatever. Uh, I would put KG at center. I'd put Kevin Love at power forward, and I'd put Tom Gugliotta as my starting small forward. I might put Doug West at shooting guard, actually, and then put Terrell Brandon at point guard. But, uh, yeah, the Timberwolves are a sorry franchise, to say uh, to say the least. Anyway, um, coming up next, I panic because we don't have a host and Travis isn't here. What the hell do I do? I don't even know what to do. I it's podcast stuff. I'm I'm just a video guy f- for games people stopped what? playing 25 years ago. What's what am I supposed to do problem? with a podcast? I mean, jeez. Whoa, who's is there somebody there? Yeah, it's me, Rob. You uh, told me that Robert. You, you asked me if I wanted to come on the podcast tonight. Robert from the Classic Gaming Podcast. Uh, yes, indeed. Oh my God, dude, you're you're a lifesaver. Thank you. For saving oh, me. Oh yeah, no, yeah, no problem. We can, we, I can help you out. I'm, I'm, pre, you know, I'm basically a pro. I can tell you how to uh, do this. Yeah, if anybody knows how to host a podcast, it's somebody that's hosted Classic Gaming Podcast, available on ClassicGamingPodcast.com for the past six and a half years, starting December 2013. <laughs> uh, and the latest episode is available featuring Final Fantasy VII Remake. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely. Yeah, I'm, that's me. I, I can help you. The first, the first thing you do is say, uh, you introduce your podcast by saying what, saying hi, something along the lines of "Welcome to this podcast," and you say the name of your podcast. Uh, hi, welcome to Drunk Friend. Perfect. Yes, perfect. What do, then, what do I do now? Okay. Uh, next is, uh, okay. Here's the problem. I don't have my other uh, usual co-host. Oh no! And so I'm actually a little bit lost. Where's myself. Jay? You don't have Jay? No, he. Uh, nope. He's he's not here. He doesn't live at your house in your basement or in your wine no, cellar. No, he actually doesn't. No, he doesn't. 
That's what a lot of people think. Blake doesn't live there. I, I got to throw Blake <laughs> reference in there. No, Blake Sorry. doesn't either. Yeah, yeah. We got to recycle that one again. Sorry. <laughs> That's um, all right. Oh, man. I, I just want to say it's good to hear your voice. Good to hear a familiar voice in these trying times. How are you dealing with uh, everything so far? What's going on? Uh, yeah, it's, it's good to be on here. Um, everything is going pretty well with me. I work from home, so this is not you know, that big of a change for me. The only thing that really is is that I, right now I can't really go out and go on walks or get exercise because I'm allergic mm. to everything in the world. And right now is when everything in the world is blooming and spraying pollen everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, usually it's not, it's not that big of a deal. I often, I will get like a respiratory infection around this time of year. And, but right now I really, really don't want that to happen given, you know, the coronavirus going around. That would be absolutely not. That no. co- that's yeah. a bad combo. Yeah, that's bad. So I'm staying, I'm really staying inside a hundred percent of the time and I, you know, not getting, any cardiovascular exercise and not getting to, you know, not that much sun. Cause aside from exercising, I usually just get out during the middle of the day, usually once a day and just go on a quick walk. So yeah. I'm not getting any of that. I feel a little bit unhealthy, but I can't, but I'm not like bothered by being inside. It's not taking any sort of mental toll on me. So overall yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. That's good. How about you? How about you? I'm hanging in there. I'm also working from home. Um, I just had one of those like work meetings we don't we don't use zoom we use something else for work but we had like a department meeting for like 30 minutes where it wasn't even like a work meeting it was just everybody like okay everybody vent everybody just like say what's on your mind right now nice (laughs) yeah we're just at the point with my workplace i work at a community college and uh we're finally at the point where everybody's online now it took us forever to get oh wow that point yeah it's uh it's been rough for a lot of people but i've been online since like march 17th i think so this is like i'm i'm coming up on month number three you know like entering month number three yeah yeah. working from home so it's like this is fine like i was talking to a coworker paula the other day i don't know why i said her name she doesn't she doesn't listen to this but um maybe she does (laughs) <laughs> she uh was like you know i want to work from home all the time and i was like yeah why can't we like that sounds good to me so i think a lot of people feel that way yeah i think certain people do yeah it would it would make sense for certain personality types to not waste fuel and resources to drive and have the aggravation because that's really the whole thing for me is is dealing with traffic and the department of transportation in new mexico you know just in my way every day <laughs> yeah, like screw yeah. that like get out of my way like uh, why can't i just stay here and just because i'm totally capable of doing my job from home how about you oh yeah i mean yeah no no problem at all yeah. whatsoever any it, it's it's funny i've kind of it's been kind of weird for me um like coincidentally ever like the place that i worked before i started working from home it was a four minute drive and Mm. then like even the gym that i go to is like a six minute drive so (laughs) everything is super close everything that i've ever had to do has been like very very close to my house so you know commuting has never been an issue really for me anyways yeah um but yeah especially now obviously my car i started up like once a week lately and uh that's really about it doesn't it feel weird to drive Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the other day, I drove to Costco. I, I, I made our first trip to Costco in, like, three months. 
and or probably since the year started i don't think i've been there since like the winter break they're but not yeah a sponsor, are they <laughs> if they are no they're not <laughs> one day maybe my I'm, I'm i'm clutching my heart right now costco you're in my heart right now but um if no but when i drove there i i have to take the highway there and I swear, it's only about five minutes on the highway. And when I got off the exit ramp, I swear I got that like, that weird feeling when you've been driving for a long time on a road trip. <laughs> and it's like the your peripheral vision is like zooming by you. And it's like, I've been driving 70 miles an hour for like five minutes. <laughs> but it was the first time I've been out on the road since like, you know, however long. It was super yeah. weird. Have you experienced that at all? No, because still, any yeah, place you, I've had you've to got go a shorter is drive. like yeah. down the road, basically. Yeah. Um, so no, I have not experienced that, but I have not had the opportunity. Your car is not giving you, is is like having trouble starting or anything like that. No, not yet. At least it's not giving you the the crazy. No, starts. it's really it's it's doing pretty well. I'm proud of it. It's 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 hanging in there. Right but you on. know, speaking of um, familiar uh, voices, I think. Hmm. That you might have been the first guest we ever had on what? the Classic Gaming. Po- I th- I I think I beat out Gaming J. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Really? Yes, I'm fairly certain you. Ca- I, I I think you came on like a long time before. I think I discovered you a long time before I discovered him. I would not have ever guessed that because you have on guys like Gaming J, Chase the Night Cleaner. Um, mm-hmm who else i'm trying to think because for a while it was the three of you i mean for a long uh-huh. while yeah yeah um it was you jay and blake and then blake the o- i think he wanted to do his just his uh his twitch thing right the only well the only the only person i'm wondering is that we at one point we did have on a a listener we had some sort of like contest thing oh long, long okay. story short and we that's had what a I'm, listener I'm, on I'm trying to think, like, I know you had somebody on, like, super early, and that's who it was, yeah. Maybe Go that on. was, okay, so maybe you were after him. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> How yeah, dare it's that been, guy? It's been a long, it's been, you've been, all, you know, you've been on the, periodically on our podcast for quite a long time, I just, yeah. sort of just realized that today. I love your guys' podcast, it's super fun, it's super laid back, um, and you and Jay have a great camaraderie, you guys, I love, what makes podcasts super fun especially in your guys's case you're up to episode number 144 for those that aren't familiar with classic gaming podcast um and you're talking about uh shantae mario kart 64 um on the episode before that you're talking about you guys talk about everything like under the sun all games you're talking about east WarioWare. Star Wars Jedi Knight Dark Forces 2, Heroes of Might and Magic 3, like, you name it, you guys have talked about it. It's freaking <laughs> everything. And even better is that you and Jay have, like, the funniest running gags <laughs> of any gaming podcast ever because... And part of what makes that so much fun are, like, the emails that you guys get. And you guys have always been super cool about, like, sharing... You guys have, like, a huge section of your podcast dedicated to emails and yeah. so 
I was going to get to this later, but we might as well just get to it now because it's funny and I like it. <laughs> it's you, you have that one listener that was keeping track. For instance, just to give you guys an example, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you guys have a listener dedicated to uh, keeping track of how many times Robert says the word like. And how, what was the count? It was over a thousand, I think, wasn't it? No, it was 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot when I, I forgot like, when he did the count. It was I want to say it was somewhere around maybe episode like uh, somewhere around a hundred or maybe a hundred and ten or somewhere in that ballpark maybe. And so first off, here's the thing that blows my mind is we have a lot of listeners for okay. So one thing we have a lot of listeners who find out about the podcast. And they want to go back and start at number one and listen to every single episode yes. and catch up. We hear that over and over people. again. Yeah. That's a I lot of them. A lot of those emails. Yeah. That's a lot of them. Yeah. And, but the thing that really blows my mind is we actually have some that once they get done, they start over again. And <laughs> this one listener, Jonathan, did that. But not only did he start over again, we had noticed, uh, kind of like one of the running gags you said, that I tend to say like a lot. And so he decided to uh, count every yeah. single time I say the word like. And he even like divided it up into different <laughs> uses of the there. word. <laughs> yeah. He even divided it up into different uses like... Uh, where I say it, as, you know, in a pause in a sentence, like I just did then, or if I use it to say I like this game, where I don't, he even like broke it up into categories. I didn't even know he did that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Um, but the but the final count, whenever he did it uh, on every single episode, the tally was ten thousand something. Oh my god! I was yeah. gonna say I, I I sounded like Luke Skywalker there. Ten thousand. We could buy our own <laughs> ship for that. <laughs> <laughs> like man oh man I, like that's and that goes with the territory of just like sticking with it like you guys are a testament of just sticking with it not taking it too seriously and having fun with what you're doing like that's that's what you guys are all about it's super cool like that's why i recommend you guys to like everybody is like <laughs> you got like the super nintendo podcast or the super nintendo subreddit i'm sorry they're they're always asking about like is there a Nintendo, Super Nintendo 16-bit related podcast or whatever? And I'm just like, just go listen to classic gaming because they're, they don't exclusively cover, you know, Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo or whatever right. from any particular era, but they're super laid back and they're super funny and they're super like just fun because of stuff like that. Like because of, mostly because of the, you guys encourage listener participation and that makes it so much fun. And it's the old cliche. I, I think it's from like I don't know if it's from Futurama or what. Where it's like it's not the lessons you learned; it's the friends you made along the way. Or whatever it is. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, like, I I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Um, like you know when we there I go again when we started. Well, I, you know, so it was my idea to start the podcast in the first place. I was yeah. like, you know what, this will be fun. Um, my whole. The whole reason I wanted to do this was just to have fun. Uh, yeah. Contrary to popular belief, I'm not in it for the money. <laughs> I just thought it would be a fun thing to do. Yeah, right. And so I came up with this idea and I was like, Jay, you in, basically? <laughs> and uh, he was like, yeah, let's do it. And then I got in touch with Blake, you know, back in the day. And, yeah. and, he, and he joined as well. 
And that all I wanted to do basically was have an excuse. There, okay, there, there are really two things that I try to do with the podcast. One is I, I just like, I just like sharing thoughts and experiences and getting other people's thoughts and experiences on those things. So this is a way that I can yeah. play a game and not just be done with the game, but give me some way to to talk about it with Jay and back then Blake, but and not only them, but any listeners who want to talk about it as well. So that's one uh, thing. Yeah. This the second thing is just to have fun. It's just yeah. a fun thing to do. Um it's almost just an excuse to 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 get in a call with Jay and talk about games and be like, "Oh, hey, we have to do this now, Jay." Like he's my captive uh my captive audience cuz <laughs> now got he's got Stockholm syndrome at this point. <laughs> yeah, now he's in it and he can't get out. But uh I mean, if we had no listeners, I would still yeah, try exactly. to come up with with the with an excuse for us to 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 have to keep doing this just because I like doing it. So right, the whole purpose from the start was was just to have fun. So that's why I, we kind of have kept that feel of oh, it's just you know a couple friends just just talking about games, keeping yeah. it casual because that's how it stays fun. Is if you're just if if you're not trying to overproduce it or take it very seriously, I don't even. Honestly, I don't even know how you would do that. For for us, it's just getting together, talking about games, and we have fun doing that. So it kind of naturally just turns into yeah. a fun thing. And another one of those running gags I like to refer to all the time is uh, what was it that Jay is his his short term memory is not always the best. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, it's one of those uh, things that only comes up if you're if you listen to every episode. I'm just trying to sell the <laughs> podcast at this point because it's one of my favorite things. And like Jay will like I forget what game it was. I, I'm having short term memory at this. I point. I think you're talking. I think the, if you're ta- about to talk about what I think you are, it was Heroes of Might and Magic Two, I believe. Yes, and then he, and then the, the next week he's like, I don't think I've ever played that. <laughs> And he's like, you talked about that for 30 minutes the week before. Yeah, and I had sort of forgotten about that because that was a while back. That particular incident was a while back, but somebody wrote in about it. And um, they said that was he was talking about ago, it. I think. Okay, and it was – and I didn't quite realize right away – when he starts talking about Heroes of Might and Magic 2, I didn't quite realize it right away that he had just played that on the last episode – but apparently he was going on about how he and hopes he to give it a try one day. And, <laughs> and then eventually I was like, wait, didn't you just play that? And he was like, oh, I don't know. Let me, I got to go. Let me check it out and see. <laughs> it's one of the funniest moments. <laughs> I loved it. It was so, I was, I had to like, just kind of like put myself on mute at work, you know, like just stop everything <laughs> right. I was doing and just like, okay, you guys need to give me a minute. Cause this is hilarious. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I even consider myself to have not a great memory. I, I remember. I um, yeah, I, I remember if I've played a game or not, but I often, if it's been a game that I haven't played in a while, I don't remember anything about, say, the plot, for instance. Oh, uh, for sure. Yeah. I like Final Fantasy seven. Don't remember the plot. Final Fantasy six. Don't remember the plot. Uh, even though I really, really love those games. Yeah, and you so just I have having fun playing them. Exactly, I have. I, I I remember certain things. I remember overall how much I like them and why. Yeah, but man, Jay, his problem is not that he can't remember <laughs> specific plot details. It's I just don't even know what I played last week. <laughs> That's because he plays like tons of stuff like all the time. Yeah, I, I guess he? so. 
Yeah, like, uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does play playing, quite like, a bunch Railroad of stuff. Tycoon and like I don't know, like that one was Shining me. Force or I, whatever. I was Railroad Tycoon, but he plays. Oh, a lot you of were Railroad. Sh- okay, I was. Yeah, but no, yeah, but you're right. He does play a lot of. Uh, uh, like Populous is one that he's played a yes. few times. And I remember I him that... talking about Populous two in particular. Yeah, and I think another thing with him. So I th- actually, I think what happens with Jay sometimes is a lot of times he gets frustrated trying to find a game, and he just will play uh, an emulator version of it. Yeah, and I think in doing so, he maybe doesn't pay attention to. He doesn't pay much attention to is this the second one or the third one or the prequel or whatever. He just That's a good like, point, actually. Yeah. He just picks one and he starts playing it. And then because I think something similar might have happened with Populous where he he didn't forget which one he played, but he wasn't sure about where it lied in the series. He didn't know if it was the first <laughs> one or the prequel or what. Or, right. There's some situation like that. And yeah. I think that might be why he has that problem sometimes It's because... Yeah. He's not really paying attention to the titles, actually. He's just like, oh, this this is supposed to be good. Let's, let's jump into it. Yeah. I have a guy in the SNES Drunk Discord that's, like, my unofficial, uh, like, archivist, so to speak. Uh-huh. Yeah. His, his username is LHC Greg. So, shout out to LHC Greg. He's been, like, super cool to me over the years. And by years, I mean, like, the past maybe two years, three years. I don't know. But he... <laughs> there's been a couple instances where I I can't even remember like he uh it was like some sort of like Super Famicom game where a, a commenter would ask like hey have you rec- have you done a review on this game etc cetera, etc cetera. and I'll be like no that looks super cool and then he'll interrupt not interrupt but he'll like answer after me and be like, well, actually, you've already covered this game in this video <laughs> right here. And I'm like, I did? I don't even remember. Oh, and it, right. it, it's a video from, like, 2014, from, like, six years ago. I'm like, I don't fucking know. That's <laughs> that amazing. That's a million years ago. Yeah, he remembers that stuff. And it's like, like, I'm getting ready to do a video on this Super Famicom game called Wagon Paradise. and um, That sounds awesome. It's very strange, as you might expect. It's uh, I don't know if it's I, I'm on the preliminary stages of research. I don't know if it's a based on a manga or anime or anything. Okay, but it's very strange, um, and I'm sure I've played it before, but I don't remember. <laughs> so I have to I I literally have to go back and look and see if I've played this in my own catalog, in my own like. You know, I keep track of my own play, my own uh, voiceovers and stuff like that. I keep all that stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't keep like detailed notes. I just keep like kind of cliff notes of stuff. Right. And I don't know if I've covered this game before, so I have to go look and see if I've it- talked about this before. So that I'm not, you know, that's that's something I kind of dread to be honest with you. So it's kind of weird. You know, speaking of fa- uh, Super Famicom. I thought about maybe buying a Famicom or Super really? Famicom. Yeah, and maybe getting a few, like you know, of the cartridge, you know, a few games to go along with it because, because mm. uh, you know, there are so many that I, I don't, I really don't like using emulators, um, just because mm. they're a hassle. They're yeah. a hassle to work with. Yeah, uh, they can be. So, so I basically don't ever use them, but there are you know Famicom and Super Famicom games that I would like to play. Even if I can't read Japanese, um, I still think it would be cool to try some of those out. And plus, 
beyond that, the artwork on so on some of those boxes is so cool. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they, they definitely outdid any of the uh, U.S. or PAL region, like super badass looking artwork on all those boxes. And they also utilized both the vertical and horizontal space on oh, that's the right. box because sometimes you'd get one or the other. Yeah, that's true. I, I had noticed that, but I hadn't really consciously thought about it. And that, yeah, so that's true also. But they, they are so cool looking just to even have the boxes alone. I mean, that's that's yeah. almost sort of worth just dishing out for them. Were um, there any but, in particular you're looking at? Not not right now, but for instance, one that would be maybe a, an early go-to for me, if I went if I went Famicom first, would be Final mm. Fantasy III. Um, and probably two even, but I'm playing Final Fantasy three right now. Oh, and, okay. Um, but I'm playing the DS version because that's the only version that there is an American version of. Yeah. Um, and it's it's completely different. It's 3D, and it's just complete remaster. You know, I mean, not even a remaster. It's almost basically a remake. It's a just remake. The whole thing. Yeah. It's in it's in 3D. And I played Final Fantasy two not that long ago, and of course it you know that wasn't released in the states either. The closest I could get for that was the Game Boy Advance version, which is basically like Super Nintendo graphics. You know. Yeah. Um, I would really like to just definitely not play through the whole thing, but play a little bit of them because I really, really love those original eight bit NES graphics on the final particular, not, not, not on every game, but on the final fantasy, like final fantasy one, for instance, I, something about that. I just love the way it looks and really playing it. Yeah. You are definitely in the minority there. I hear tons of people complaining about how those games play, how they look and that sort of stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They're like, oh, super, like, what is this? this (laughs) Just super outdated, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I never hear anybody say anything good about those games. I think you're in the minority, but that's a good thing. I like that. I just love, I love, I love sprites. <laughs> yeah. I don't know no, what it is, but I, I, I like them sprites. too. I like how they look too, because they're, they're constantly in motion. And what is the gimmick of three though? I don't, I'm trying to remember what three, what the hook of was. Uh, gameplay, gameplay wise. Yeah. Well, so I'm about 10 hours in right now. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's interesting. I don't, I guess if, if you, if you had to point out a, if you had to pull out a gimmick, it would be the job system, um, which oh, is basically... okay, that's the other it, job, other than five, that's the job system game. Okay. It is a job system game, but it's basically class, it's kind of in between a class and a real job system. What they hmm. mean by jobs is really just class, but you unlock them, you unlock more of them as you play through the game, and then you can switch among them uh, while you play through the game. So that's kind of a limited, I'd call it a limited job system. Yeah. Um, well, if there you go. Gimmick, that's, the that, that's the that's the hook to keep playing. That's the hook to keep playing. For me, it's interesting. It's kind of uh, it kind of feels like after you know following Final Fantasy two, it kind of seems like there. I get the sense that they were like, you know, maybe we took th- things too far away <laughs> from Final Fantasy one. Let's back off a little bit and try to try to rein things in and, and, and hit that sweet spot. And so there are some things where they actually regress and go back to, I say regress, they go back to final fantasy one, uh, on, in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And in some things they, I guess I, I, I don't know about any specific examples, but in some, in some ways maybe they do take some things a little bit further, sure. but in, in they, they cut out some stuff that didn't work from final fantasy two. They go back to some things that were just in final fantasy one, like, uh, 
spell casting, for instance, they're ba- they go back to the spell slot system as opposed to the uh, mana point system. And okay. um, uh, they they also dropped the weird dialogue system. I don't know. I don't know if you played two, but in Final Fantasy two, there's this weird dialogue system where you have to, if somebody says an important, if they bring up an important thing that's related to the plot, you have to. It'll give the ability to highlight certain words, and then you have to highlight oh, that word and I know ask them about, about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, and then you learn about that word, and then you can use that word. They in do dialogue. that in like Shadowrun and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, and so they and that just it was it didn't really it didn't add anything whatsoever to the gameplay. So they dropped that <laughs> entirely. Okay, that's well, it's, it'd be really tough to implement something like that. And I haven't played Final Fantasy II, but I would imagine it'd be incredibly difficult to implement something like that in an eight bit universe. That's well, just the thing is. It wasn't really used in a difficult way. All it is is, oh, you see a highlighted word, you highlight it and ask him about it. Oh, and that's just like super simple. Super simple. And then when you're talking to somebody, you have a list of things that you can bring up that's added to the list of things that you can bring up. So you just make sure you ask everybody about everything that you've unlocked because it's Uh, not that much. It's like 10 things in the whole game. Okay. Yeah, I'm thinking Shadowrun where it's like, I think it actually does breach double digits. <laughs> I think of like different things yeah. you can ask different people. No, I think I know what you're talking about. And in Shadowrun, it makes a difference because it can kind of. It's not just required to advance in the game. If yeah. I remember correctly, it's more like, oh, this this or that might happen. You might get new, right. different and things then cer- happen. Certain people get like pissed off if you ask them about stuff, and then you'll start like a fight or something. Yeah, yeah. This isn't that at all. This is more like, oh, I hope you ask. I hope you remember to ask them what this term means because you have yeah. to. You have to ask this other guy about it later on in order to continue playing the game. Yeah. Okay. I forget we're talking NES here. I'm like Man. right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I'm off in <laughs> exactly this, this outer space here, but yeah. It's, Final Fantasy 3. So would you recommend Final Fantasy 3? Like because, um, because I like Final Fantasy 5 and that has the it, that's the basically the it's interesting how the early Final Fantasies kind of went back and forth for a little bit there. Yeah. Where 3 had the job system, 4 went back to traditional, 5 went back to the job system again uh or class system, I guess. And then 6 was and just sprawling everywhere but it was basically Mm -hmm. turn-based and they just went you know all over the place with all sorts of stuff all sorts of ideas and then seven just kind of built on that but would you recommend three if people liked i don't know five or six or how what what, where would you categorize that i don't i wouldn't recommend it based on liking six um sure i haven't played five i don't know i'm not so let me preface by saying i'm definitely not a final fantasy expert it was a few months ago that i decided i wanted to play through all the final fantasy games and i have played some of them but definitely not what made you want to do that did you just like the first game this is really this is really weird i played octopath traveler oh okay yeah i can and i loved it and i was like you know what I want to play all the Final Fantasy games now. I can totally see that. Octopath Traveler, like, I have only seen footage of it, but it looks freaking awesome. And it's on my list. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's on my list of stuff I need to play. It's behind Streets of Rage 4 now. I got to play it. (laughs) Oh, right, right. I I played through the first level of that just uh, the other day, and holy God. Oh, my God. It's awesome. That's right up your alley, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) It's freaking awesome. But yeah, no, that's on my list. I need to get to that, but. That's really cool to hear. So, 
So, so I start. So I loved that game, and I was like, you know what? I think I'll, I want. First off, I want to start playing more RPGs in general. Second off, I think hmm. it'd be fun. I've always loved the Final Fantasy aesthetic. I, I know that's not really a solid sure. concept, but in general, the aesthetics in their games I've always really liked. And I've I've played some Final Fantasy games. Um, I played seven. I had pl- I played ten not too uh, sorry six not too long ago. I played ten a while back. Uh, and so you know, I, I played a little bit of eleven and twelve. So I had some experience, but not a lot. So. I yeah. decided I want to go back and play all of them in chronological order. So I played cool. one. I really, really enjoyed one. It's got a lot of problems. Did but you I, really? Yeah, but I really just, in overall, I really did enjoy it. Yeah. Huh. Um, two was really bad. <laughs> um, in fact, I went okay. back, went, well, after I played it, I went back and listened. One of our very early episodes, Blake played that, and he talked oh, about okay. it. Oh, okay. And one of the things he said is, so as you know, this was not released in the States. Um, Yes. And then years later, it was released in the States on Game Boy Advance. Uh But he said, one of the things he said was that this was not released in the States. And he said, in fact, I think that if it was released in the United States, it would have soured everybody on the Final Fantasy series. (laughs) And I honestly agree with that. I think it would have turned people off because it's just, uh, it's just. Very boring is really <laughs> is really what it comes down to. I just felt like, I mean, so the, one thing they try to do is they try to add more of a story to it, um, mm. which is which I which is cool, but they just don't really do a good job. And is it just one of those things where it's too ambitious for its own good? Not even that. It's like it's just they, I feel like boring. they tried to. Yeah. I feel like they had reasonable. They, they they tried to put a reasonable story in there that wasn't crazy. But also was more. But also was more than the first one. Where it's just, uh, you guys got to save the world. Uh, but they just, but it, they just didn't do anything to make it interesting. It's more. It's it's just like mm. walking through the motions of a story rather than telling a story that anybody actually cares about. Right. And on. then, and then the all the battles are just super boring. You don't have to give any thought to anything. Just about the entire time, the uh, encounter rate is not crazy. But the dungeons are very long, so you have to play a ton of mindless battles just to advance in the game. And there's the weird, there's the kind of like dumb dialogue system that doesn't add anything to it besides just being annoying. And there's there's really just nothing. It's not that there's that there's anything so terrible. It's that there's really nothing good about it. I guess yeah, that's the best way to sum it up. Then is just. I there's no so. the the negatives outweigh the positives. Yeah, there's not really a, a reason significant to play margin. <laughs> exactly. I would like to, you know, play maybe an hour or so on the NES version just for the visuals. Honestly, as we were talking about a minute ago. Sure. But uh, yeah, it really just doesn't have anything going for it. Number uh, the third one right now that I'm that I'm currently on. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a step up past number past the second one, and uh, it's it's not fantastic i you know i'm only 10 hours in hmm. so i need to give it a little bit more of a chance and i'm gonna play through the whole thing 10 hours in an nes game is pretty significant it is yeah it is for an NES. but you know the but final fantasy 2 that took me about 20 i want to say really? 25 hours damn that's a shitload yeah. of time in an it, it is for an nes i would not game. have guessed that damn so right now I, i'm liking the third one a lot a lot more than the second one but but it's still not anything fantastic and i wouldn't say oh if you like final fantasy 6 you got to play final fantasy 3 no um 
It's it's that's good to know. The public fine. needs to know this kind of information. <laughs> go listen to classic paving gaming podcast. I'm going into passable. Seinfeld voice. Yeah, What's go 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 for it. Go go there. Go go do that. <laughs> so I have to ask, what inspired you to start the podcast? Which, by the way, started all the way back in December of 2013. Which coincidentally, which is a very strange coincidence, I started my channel. In the summer of 2013, like just a, a few, like oh my first, really? Wow! Yeah, my first video was September 2013, which was <laughs> on Top Gear. Oh my god, it's the most awkward video ever. Do not go back and watch that because I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how to do anything. But my editing <laughs> skills are terrible. My voice is terrible. Hold on, SNES drunk Top <laughs> Gear. Okay, I are I, I you're gonna get two videos because I redid it. Top Gear series quick review. That's the that's the one I'm. Yes, going back one. to September 2013. Yeah, I, got, I feel like I may have checked this out maybe like a couple years ago, and then I just don't remember it, about it. And now I got it. It's like hi folks, the SNES drunk here. <laughs> the SNES drunk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's super awkward and just not not good. Not a good time. It's not very uh, well, and it's it's also like kind of. Not I, I I only wanted an excuse to talk about the first Top Gear game. I didn't care about the other two Top Gear sequels. I uh-huh. just kind of was like, oh, these exist. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, our first episodes were not fantastic either. The sound quality is maybe the main thing. It's just really bad. Um, it just they sound really bad, and then well, enough people go back and listen to them. Like that's 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 what's fun about catching up on a podcast and getting in on all the jokes is like, like you said at the beginning of this is like, oh, I'm gonna go back to episode one, and it's like, holy shit, I'm going all the way back to like seven <laughs> years ago. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. That's super yeah. cool though. I love that. It, that's that's you keep those up, and that's there. And it's available for anybody to listen to. But yeah, yeah that's, I recorded that's a problem. I recorded a disclaimer and added it to the beginning of the first episode. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, that basically says, hey, you know, <laughs> we've gotten maybe a little bit better since this one. Um, that's a heady play. Skip ahead, maybe skip ahead a little bit to episode, I don't know, eight or nine or something like that. I think that's where we start to... <laughs> It's still not, you know, great, but it's a there's there's a clear cutoff once you get to seven uh, episode seven or eight where it's like, okay, this is actually listenable at this point. I just want to say you, <laughs> it's the most typical thing ever. Of course, the the game you guys talk about in episode one is Final Fantasy Tactics. What else oh, would course. it be but Jay's favorite game? Of Final Fantasy. Tactics. <laughs> yep. Of course, it would be. And then episode three is Monkey Island, which is your favorite game. Monkey Island episode three. Okay, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. It's I love it. It's fantastic. It's so in character for both you guys. It's 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 very much. That's what I love about your podcast is that it's very much in character for both you guys. You guys don't fake anything. You guys aren't playing characters or like personalities (laughs) or anything. You guys are just talking. Oh wow, you guys. You guys talk about Chrono Cross in episode seven. Do you remember yeah, that? Do you remember was, Chrono Cross? Uh, yeah, I think that was Blake that talked about that one, and I remember okay. him. Uh, I remember him saying that uh, basically he hated it, and that it's yeah, kind of like a it disgrace. Says, <laughs> the subtitle says "lots of disappointment." <laughs> oh right, I remember him saying, um, "I was expecting to be disappointed, but uh, oh gosh, what was it? Uh, but it, it was something like." 
he phrased it so much better than this, but he said something like, I was even more disappointed than I expected to be. Or like, even my <laughs> disappointment disappointed me or something. Yeah. It was something. It was, it was something. Even your disappointment wasn't enough or something. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. He said he under, uh, he knew he was going to be disappointed, but he underestimated his disappointment. That's what it was. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. As somebody that lo- grew up loving Chrono Trigger, I did not like Chrono Cross at all. So I can okay. 100% get behind that statement. And if you can't, too bad for you. All you out there listening, too bad. So sad. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I think we should get so- to some listener questions. Okay. What do you think? Do yeah. Okay. Um, unless you want to talk about your podcast more. My yeah, I don't know. There. I don't know what else to say about it. Uh, well, a minute ago you asked me why I started in the first place. Yeah, why'd you start it? What'd you do? I don't, and just I, I don't really have a good answer. The only um, it's not really something that I give much thought to. But now that you say that, I think what happened was a friend of mine. He kind of had his own sort of even more half-assed than ours podcast. <laughs> Um, and it wasn't your podcast. Like, I can it do was this like better than this guy. It, well, it wasn't that. It was like he gets on Twitch every now and then and records a little thing with his friends, talk like like a little like a short episode. I say a little thing. I don't mean that in a denigrating way. I mean like just a yeah, short, yeah. super duper casual episodes every now yeah. and then with his friends. And he doesn't even do it anymore. He did like three or four of them and, and sure. stopped. This was seven years ago. But um, he did that, and I was like, you know what? I could do that. I don't have to be a you know. Uh, high production podcast I could do what, what this guy's doing and just right. just do it for fun and that would be that would be a lot of fun um, yeah so really I mean it just came down to that he just showed me his podcast and it wasn't terrible but it wasn't like good either but I was, you know I just realized how fun it would be to do that whether it was good or not and so I just was like hell this would be fun it's interesting how when I talk to YouTubers on this podcast the peop- the person that always comes up is angry video game nerd James Rolf. Oh man, yeah, yeah, and he's always kind of the touchstone of like, well, this guy's doing this like homemade commentary kind of a thing, and I can do this, like I can do what he's doing, like mm-hmm. in my own way, like if he's doing this, then I can do it. There's not, it seems like there's not really a thing like that for podcasts. You know what I mean? It feels like yeah. If you, the podcast is kind of I'm learning that myself where is it's like uh, it's harder than I thought it seems it's like skiing when I tried skiing when I was in seventh grade I failed miserably the people on tv make it look so easy they're just gliding along the snow and they're just like making it look so fun on those commercials and stuff like that. <laughs> like you know hair loss commercials and stuff like that and then when I when I do it, I'm falling over head over, you know, ass over tea kettle and I can't do it. And when I did a podcast, I'm like, oh, shit, this is like to- a totally different thing. This is hard. Like, I need to, like, make sure I'm ready. I need to, like, be prepared for things <laughs> to, like, you know, like, I-, I don't know how to host one of these. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's still like a work in progress for me. Travis is the guy that's like super seasoned. He's been doing this. Polykill.com, folks. Listen to all of Travis's podcasts and all that stuff. But um, he, that was really tough for me is just it, they make it seem so easy, but it's not. It's in you make it the classic gaming podcast. You especially are like and of course, like you guys are super casual, but 
you guys make it seem super fun. It's not as easy as you guys make it look either. You guys have the camaraderie, the chemistry, the inside jokes especially help. Well, part so. of it is also that, you know, there are different types of podcasts. There are... Oh, you know, for sure, yeah. Ours is one that... In our format with us, it's easy to just be a couple guys chatting with each other. Sure. Um, there are some where you might be like yours, where you are interviewing people that you might not necessarily know a lot of the time. That adds yeah. an entirely different dynamic and prob- and a bit of stress. Uh, there are others where maybe it's a solo person doing a podcast or maybe one or two people, but they're not chatting. They're telling about some historical thing. Or, you know, Maybe it's a history podcast or something where you're not just chatting. You're telling a story. You're telling about an event that happened or a series of events that happened. That takes a hell of a lot of preparation. Yeah, that's you're reading off an outline. You're <laughs> yeah, that's tough. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah, you guys. But the thing is, you guys make it look really like you guys make it seem effortless. Like you guys just like like a knife through butter, just like super easy. Like oh, all right, here's another podcast. We just cranked it out. So and do you it's th- like so what do you I learned think, so much about so many games from you guys. Like I didn't know shit about Might and Magic <laughs> until I started listening. <laughs> now to you know guys. all about Might and Magic. <laughs> and it's like, goddamn, there's like so much stuff. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's that that's what's and uh, I'm looking at your latest. <laughs> I haven't li- I haven't listened to this one yet, but Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball. If you want to learn about that, listen to episode 143 of the Classic Gaming Podcast. I've been waiting a long time to play that game. <laughs> Tremendous. What do you think of what do you think of that game? I need to know your opinion right now. What do you think? Uh, of- uh my hot take on Dead your, or Alive Extreme take. Beach Volleyball. I was actually very underwhelmed by it. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a really fun guilty pleasure. But isn't that is were you underwhelmed by the volleyball physics? Well, that was part of it. Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I was underwhelmed by that. But but I was more under to to copy Blake. I I underestimated my disappointment, even in the volleyball (laughs) gameplay. Um, None of, you know, DOA Extreme Beach Volleyball. The whole point of that is to have 3D girls jumping around and watching them and stuff. And that, yeah, and I was it, like, you know what, this will be Xbox, fun. Xbox graphics from like, what was this like, two thousand eight? Two thousand? No, it was like two thousand four or something like oh, that. Oh, even earlier. Yeah, there you go. And and so uh, I was like, this is going to be really amusing, uh, <laughs> just to play around with for a little bit, and it really wasn't. There wasn't really anything <laughs> too fun about it. In fact. There were some fun things. I mean, like there are some really funny things. Uh, one of the things you can do is <laughs> go visit the pool. And when you're at yeah. the pool, you can play this dumb little game where you're hopping along these floating pads on the pool. and You just try to get to the other side and get like some points or something if you do it. But you can also just say uh, you can. One of the options is just to rest or something like that. And it's literally just you watching your whoever whatever your character is watching her just lay down and lounge on the side of the pool and the camera kind of moves around slowly and stuff and she kind of every once in a while will roll over or like scratch her arm or something like that but it's very <laughs> odd and creepy and voyeuristic and that was kind of 
what I was like, I really wanted to see what all kind of stuff like that the game had. Cause that's honestly kind of hilarious, but <laughs> it really is. And that part is, yeah, that's truly funny to watch. That's some but leisure suit Larry type stuff. That's right definitely there, yeah. leisure suit Larry times 10, but, the, but the <laughs> game itself was so frustrating that I couldn't even enjoy the rest of it because just because it really? was so bad. Over, yeah. It was just so bad. I would all. expect like a detailed, like final fantasy tactic style leveling system <laughs> with like tactic centric, you know, like, okay, this this girl needs, like, serving. This girl needs, like, follow-up. This girl needs, like, blocking. Then you level up the net or something like that. <laughs> yeah, you're you not know. gonna find that here. <laughs> Damn it! I, th- I thought, right, I, like cr- I said, I thought I was gonna get some guilty pleasure out of it, and All I right. did not. I'll cross that off the list. Yeah. Let's get to some user... Uh, user? What the hell am I talking about? Uh, let's get emails. to some listener... <laughs> user questions. Let's get to some listener questions. Let's do it. sound like a read. It's not like the guy from Wayne's World 2 listening to myself. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you seen that movie where he's like, all right. Uh-huh. He's like, uh-huh. Wayne's That sounds like a blast, uh-huh. <laughs> I might like Wayne's World 2 better than Wayne's World 1, actually. Wayne's World 2, definitely. I saw that in the theater with my childhood friend when I was, like, 14, <laughs> and I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved, uh, oh, what is that guy's name? Uh, he does Mr. Burns' voice, and he does the radio DJ that I'm, ta- or I'm referring to. What is that dude's name? He's, like, in Spinal Tap, and... But that guy like stole the show in the movie I don't remember. where he's he's the radio DJ and he's like and Wayne and Garth are like and it's kind of fun. And he keeps going. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> but you're it's not like, really sh- listening to any. Yeah, of this. <laughs> you're not really listening to me. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I love that. I, I think about that all the time. And that just radio voice of uh-huh. it's like God, that's how I sound right now. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> listener question number one is from sweaty would i be a jabroni if instead of getting a super nintendo i got a super nt from analog would i be a fool for buying a copy of earthbound for 180 dollars i've always wanted to have it for a physical copy what do you think these are is two that... separate questions right yeah two... Do we, do we i mean either of those things make him a jabroni i guess i don't i i mean i think the main one is probably the $180 question of getting a physical copy of Earthbound because that's kind of like the... I, I don't think a Super NT costs that much anymore, does it? I'm going to look it up right now. I don't know. Super NT analog. Are these even, like, available now? I have, my, like, I have mine, and I love it. It's fucking awesome. I swear to God they haven't paid me to say this. But they're it's super like compa- it's like flawlessly compatible with my any TV I plug it into and it looks awesome and I don't even see a price here. Oh wait, is it? Oh, so does it like so it's more combat compatible with with, with yeah? It's t- straight okay, HD. Gotcha. Yeah, it, it's like straight HD. It's oh, so uh, these are a little bit expensive. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. They're one hundred and ninety bucks, and this oh, dude okay. wants to know if he should double down and get a copy of earthbound for 180 bucks i I would say just get a super nintendo uh, classic that's my opinion yeah you can do that that would be that i think that's that would be the best way to go um i agree with that but 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 if you just want the the hardware and the cartridge for their own sake 
I would yeah. say get the hard copy of Earthbound, but a real Super Nintendo. Sure. Um, I do have a hard copy of Earthbound and a Super Nintendo, and I got to uh, experience that myself, and it was super same. fun. D- yeah, I saw that. You you really like Earthbound. I wouldn't have guessed you to really enjoy it. I, I wouldn't have guessed you to be an Earthbound guy. Yeah, you might not you might not think so. This and this was even a few years ago before I was on my newfound uh, RPG and Lightning, but I played it four years ago, maybe on the podcast. Yeah, and, I remember um, that. And yeah, I, I and never I, ever would I have guessed it. that you would have been an Earthbound guy. What uh, What about the game hooked you? I think it was just the overall quirkiness. I really like uh, one thing I've noticed is that I really like games that are not necessarily super, you know, off the wall, but, but quirky just enough to be like, what, like what's going on here. And so I love the metal gear solid series. One of my favorite game series of all time for that reason. And the kingdom Hearts series. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Um, monkey Island also sort of fits into that. I mean, it's a little bit more straight. That is a, yeah, when I think of Monkey Island, you're the first person that comes to my mind for sure, 100%. Yeah. It's it's a little bit more straight straight up comedy. It's a little bit more in your face, not necessarily quirky, but there are quirky things about it. Um, like the whole premise kind of is quirky. You're a guy trying to become a pirate, but you're like a goofball who can't do anything right. Uh, <laughs> right. Earthbound, I think it's the quirkiness that does it for me. I mean, there are a lot of things about it. The story is really pretty good. Um, I love the look of the game. I love the graphics. The music's really good. Some of the things that they do with the combat, uh, not early on, but but once you get a little bit later in the game, are, are pretty interesting and, and unique. But overall, just like the weird nature of it, like you'll be go that is the main thing. You'll be just talking to a random NPC, and they'll just say <laughs> right. they just say the oddest things, and I can't even <laughs> right. think of any examples right now. Maybe you can, but anybody you talk to just. It's like nobody says anything that's quite normal. It's like kind of close to being something normal, but, it, but it's always weird in a certain way. And uh, the, the enemies you face are not what you would expect any sort of normal enemy to be. And I, I love how it's, some of it's normal, but it always has this weird, quirky, was kind of awkward edge on, to, on everything. I love how like there's the um, what's I, don't, I can't remember the name of the world you enter where there's like you fight artwork. oh the weird like one that turns black later on in neon yeah 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 and Uh, you fight like gas pumps and stuff like that it's like (laughs) all right this game has jumped off the deep end it's fantastic i love it it's tremendous yeah so i would say yeah if 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 you're super if you're really enthusiastic about super nintendo yeah get a super nintendo get earthbound be a collector get all that stuff if you're enthusiastic about it but if you want to be cost effective, get a super. I mean, the game's on the SNES Classic, and it's HDMI compatible, so just do that. The super, super easy. I I think you're right. The if one special thing about Earthbound is the box. If you're buying not just the game, oh but the for box. sure, yeah. It's huge, and it comes with the with the guide, and it's the really guide cool. that has the stink. Uh, things in, uh, in it uh what are they called the st- not stickers but the cards and i think they are but they have, didn't it have some sort of scratch and sniff little things oh yeah scratch and sniff stickers yeah that's what they are and they are they are appropriately stinky yeah they smell terrible 
I have the the guide. I don't have the box, but I have the guide, and it smells terrible. And I have to keep it in a plastic thing, not because of the. I'm looking back at it right now. <laughs> now I have to keep it in a plastic thing, like a comic <laughs> kind of a thing, but not because of the the it, not because of its its smells, but because it's just those things go for like eighty dollars now. I've not smelled mine. Freaking, <laughs> you should smell yours. Take a second and smell your Earthbound guide. Maybe I'll do it later. All right. So question number two comes from Karsten. What games do you consider having a good remake? And this is uh, with he uh, or he or she. It then this with the upcoming Final Fantasy VII remake. Like, if you were to have a remake with uh, the Final Fantasy VII treatment, so to speak, what would that game be? Oh, so not remakes that have actually happened, but what yeah. would I like? Like, to what be would remade? you want to be remade? Oh man, that's a good one. Oh jeez, I got mine. You go ahead. I might need a second. We need a good Act Razor remake. I was so that disappointed with with Soul Seraph. It was such a freaking downer. It was a it was a freaking phone game that was like spun off into. It was so lazily thrown together. I just I really want a real Act Razor remake. Please give us an Act Razor remake without lazy ass phone game stuff. <laughs> I, I I really just want that, please. I love Actraiser. It's so it's such an addictive game. It's got the pace properly down, and I just I I really just want that. I just want the pace between the two game modes of uh, what is it? Uh, going between uh, the simulation quote unquote mode and the action mode where you're fighting stuff, fighting monsters as a as a god or whatever, and it's like. Why can't like give me one reason why this can't be a thing today? Like this, it's ridiculous. So just somebody go out there and do it properly, please. I would say a lot of maybe like the uh, X Wing and Tie Fighter series. Oh man, maybe some of those games. The uh, the X Wing games from like the early nineties. The DOS. You're talking about the DOS games, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, space man. combat, yeah, Sims. Because um, a lot of the games I'm thinking of, I'm like, you know, I don't necessarily like a lot of the games that I loved. I don't know if I necessarily want a remake of them. Um, and that's not to, I'm not like a classic game purist. It's just that I don't know what you would necessarily do too much better with some of these, like Earthbound, for instance. Why do you, th- yeah. do you think there'd be any benefit of remaking Earthbound? I don't. No, absolutely not. No, it, it, you'd have. I mean, what. It's the same, you'd be recreating the same dialogue, the same vibe, all that stuff. It's like, what's the point? Yeah, what's the what's the point of that? Maybe, uh, I don't even know, maybe like the, the original Metroid, that might be kind of cool. Oh, the original Metroid with, I could see that with like an actual map on the screen or something like that. Or what about Star Fox? Ooh, there we go. Star maybe Fox with, uh... Yeah, Star Fox for Super Nintendo, but with uh, yeah. uh, some, yeah, just with more stuff. That'd be fun. Oh, I've got it. I've got it. Uh-oh. Mario Mario Paint. <laughs> Mario Paint? I think you could do, I think they could do something cool with that. 
Well, like a, a Mario Photoshop. I think Nintendo could make a really cool artistic program based on like just slap Mario on the title. Huh. Okay. So, like, you're talking like, okay, let's take all the Adobe products and just put Ma- Mario Photoshop, Mario Premiere. Basically, yeah, but make it easy to use, like the Mario Maker games. Like they they did, oh, they did a pretty sure, good job yeah. of making those very accessible. I think to make a whole freaking Mario level, just do something like that where you're just making art and you have lots of cool tools. To, Isn't that to do crazy? Cool They're making like freaking Mario Maker game. Like it's like, why can't you just? Yeah, that's that's crazy to me. As what? somebody that grew up in the '90s, the Mario Maker. Oh, stuff that we can is, do that. Yeah, yeah. The Mario Maker stuff to me is just fucking insane like the uh, to see the stuff that people can do like sitting on their couch at home it's just like are you freaking kidding me like <laughs> <laughs> you can make your own levels what <laughs> yeah like you know maybe another one uh not to so in the same way that i i feel like final fantasy 7 the final fantasy 7 remake is awesome but the final fantasy 7 original is still like, you would still go back and play that. You're not just like, oh, I'm giving that up forever and only playing the remake from now on. I think you could do the same thing with Final Fantasy Tactics. Make kind of a, just a more modern, like, oh my God. A, like a really cool tactics game People out of that. People would eat that up like crazy. Are you kidding? That'd I be crazy. So. That would be like, have you been paying attention to the ESPN Bulls documentary with no. Jordan? That's that. That's how that would be received. People okay. are eating that Jordan Bulls documentary up, like, with a spoon and people are just going insane over it like it's like real-time sports and that's only because like you know there there are no sports right now but yeah it's the same sort of thing like if you did final fantasy tactics with like real like a remake with like modern stuff that would be people would lose their minds that's and again that's you 100 the answer absolutely and again you that's not to replace the original one you, you right. can like both of them and still go back and play the original one, <laughs> It is a fantastic game, and I'm not saying it needs an overhaul. But I'm You're saying always going to they... have Andrew on Twitter saying, well, actually, it's going to be... It's just like, shut up. Oh, yeah. my girlfriend's protesting in the other room. I can hear her. Oh, no. I stole that... Oh, my God, I can hear her. She, I stole that nerd... Oh, she's shouting at me. I stole that voice <laughs> from her. She's the one that like kind of did that voice before I we need to attribute that to her her. yes I need to give her credit Pearl did that voice before I did there I gave credit are you happy (laughs) she said I approve so all right right. question number three (laughs) comes from mundane designs see if if you're gonna write in a question you need to make your name a plug so I say the name of your thing before uh, I say your question, like, what's his name? Like, I think it was the ARG podcast or something like that. Like, another retro gaming podcast. It was like... like it a, just from, it, from the podcast? Yeah, it was from the podcast <laughs> itself. Sent a question. So, Mo and Dane Designs says, What game story had the longest lasting effect on you personally? I don't even have an answer to this. What game like, story? Yeah, which game story? Hmm. 
My girlfriend's shouting Final Fantasy VII from the other room. <laughs> She's obsessed um, with the remake. I don't know if I've necessarily, if I would necessarily say that any has had a lasting effect on me personally. I mean, um, video games aren't really known for their stories, right? They're known for being games. So it's like, I feel like we have a long way to go when it comes to games, or when it comes to stories, I mean. There are very few stories in any medium that I would say have had a lasting effect on me personally. That's a good point, yeah. However, but but so what I'm going to do is just uh, simplify this question into the best stories in video games. Yeah, for sure. Uh, one that pops to mind immediately is Metal Gear Solid 3. Okay, and yeah, then... that makes sense. That's this in one... character for Robert. <laughs> this one... Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> ...is... The story is kind of ambiguous and enigmatic, and I don't say that in a way it's like, oh, you just got to think about it to understand. I still don't really understand what's going on, but something about it really impacted me is uh, Dear Esther, which is one of my favorite games of all time. I don't even know what that is. It's not an old game. It's uh, it's an indie game that came out about maybe about 10 years ago, maybe a little bit more than that. Hmm. And... Uh, that one really, I would say maybe that one did kind of have an impact on me, even though I really don't quite understand it. Something about it was very moving to me. Um, I mean, I love the Monkey Island. I love the story of the first Monkey Island game, even though it's not really heavily story focused. And I wouldn't say it impacted me. It's just a really fun and pretty, pretty actually kind of good ghost, like pirate ghost story. Sure. Um, I don't really know beyond that. Well, for me, it's obviously Ken Griffey Jr. presents Major League Baseball. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> I mean, it's just the, carrying the Twins to the World Series. It's just I can't be, How can get you beat beyond that? that. How can you beat that? Um, I really don't know, have a good answer to this. I guess the the first game where I uh, thought, you know, like – realized that story could be a thing in video games was Chrono Trigger. Hmm. Uh, when I realized that there could be like multiple endings, like based on where you beat Lavos, I was like, holy crap. Like, really? Like you can go back and do this like again <laughs> with uh -huh. the same character. It just blew my mind. So, and it wasn't necessarily the the story of Chrono Trigger. It was like the function of Chrono Trigger with the the new game plus, so gotcha. you could unlock all sorts of other endings and stuff like that. It was crazy. It just blew my mind. Um, other than what, that, I don't even know. Like one uh, one more one more that comes to mind yeah. for me uh, that I'd like to mention is the Banner Saga. That, oh. I've really? heard you talk about that before. Yeah. Oh man, I love that whole series. Um, it's three games. It's really one story. It's Banner Saga one, two, and three, but it's really just one full story that just happened. That just they need to stretch across three games because it's just a long story. Um, that game is very, very good, uh, and the, and the story is very, very, very good as well. I, I highly recommend that one. It's it's again, it's a fairly recent game, but uh, I. I Really, really love that. And I love it so much, in fact, that I got... So, kind of like Chrono Trigger, you, there are multiple endings, basically, to, uh, that it's all kind of determined on how well you do in the last few battles, more or less. Um, I mean, the story does all sorts of different things until then, and it's good up until then. But you can get a... 
kind of different uh, levels of goodness <laughs> on your ending. You can get a really bad <laughs> right. one, really good one. I'm sure there are a couple in between. I definitely got the worst ending you can possibly get, <laughs> but they did it. They handled it all so well that I wasn't even mad. I was like, well, that's that's just how this that's how my version of the story ended, and I appreciate that, and I had an amazing time. That was the Banner series, you said, right? Yeah, the Banner Saga series, yeah. Banner Saga series, I'm sorry. So, all you folks out there. All right, Robert, thank you for coming on our show and answering a few questions. So, where can people find you and your podcast, and can you hint the listeners on an upcoming project that you might have brewing? Yes, they could find us at ClassicGamingPodcast.com. We're also on various, uh, basically just about any place you can find podcasts. Uh, you can follow us at ClassGamesCast on Twitter. Uh, let's see, coming up, I'm not sure what, uh, so I know I'll probably be talking about two games on our next episode. We record every three weeks, and yeah. one of them you will You guys definitely... are really good about that, too. You guys are really, like, rhythmic about yeah we're pretty good about it. usually we don't have too much going on to uh to interrupt that especially since it's you know not every week or anything like that but also right um but I, but at the same time i try not to well i don't if, if one of us has you know it's never a big deal if one of us has to put it off a week just for whatever right. reason so um you know it, the, the point is to have fun not to get burnt out on it so uh so yeah, but lately we have been pretty good about sticking to the schedule. The next episode, I'll be talking about uh, the two the the original Star Wars Battlefront, the one that came out in two thousand four. Oh, I had a lot of fun with that game when it first I never came played out. it back in the day, but I, they just uh, re put in multiplayer like online multiplayer on it on Steam. And so Are you serious, yeah, and oh, it was on sale for five bucks. So I was that. like, I was like, now's the time to get in and try oh, it out. Oh my god, I loved that game when it first came out. This is back in like what, 2003, 2004? Uh, four, yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I had so much fun with that. That was like really the first, at least to me, that was like the first uh, Star Wars game that was like, oh shit. This is, this is like your, I mean, I guess uh, open world Star Wars game. It wasn't okay. uh, like uh, Knights of the, what, what the hell is that called? Knights Should of I the, night? Knights of the, K-O-T-R. Oh, uh, Knights of the Old Republic. Old Republic. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, it wasn't like a, a story-driven thing like that. This was just like go around and shoot everybody as a Star Wars character. <laughs> like, this was like freaking yeah, super it was just, fun. It's just fun, mindless uh, yeah. multiplayer go around go around and kill people. So I'll, I'm going to be talking about that. I, there will probably be one other. I don't think I'm going to finish Final Fantasy three in time, but I might, I might talk about, depending on if I... F- I may talk about Super Earth Defense Force if I don't. Oh, really? That is if I don't finish Doom 2 between now and then. What? Doom 2? Yeah, so it'll be one of those. Wait a second. Okay, Storm my head is spinning. Okay, first I got to tackle Super EDF. Uh-huh. What do you think of that? It, it, do you have a sp- specific uh, weapon that you go to? Oh, geez. I need to actually play it a little bit more because it was like a month ago that I played it. And I was like, I'm going to talk about this. And then I ended up playing some other things and I, and I mm. didn't end up talking about it. So I need to revisit it. But, oh, geez. I think I played, I think I used the, whatever's the seeking weapon. Yes. I think I pretty much used that exclusively. So I don't, so all <laughs> I have to do is pay attention to dodging stuff. <laughs> So that's how it works in like super ghouls and ghosts when you like you just get the crossbow and then you get the armor upgrade and then 
just like, okay, well, I'll just sit here and just shoot stuff. Yeah, it's like I got to take care of myself. <laughs> so that's the that was my go to. I feel I remember it being a super solid shooter. I need to go back and, and play it a little bit more to refresh my memory. That's interesting. I don't hear many people. Again, that's why you want to check out the Classic Gaming Podcast, folks. But that's why you want that's a game that I don't hear many people talking about ever is super that's why it like perked my interest like why are you playing that game like how did that come up uh yeah it was on it's on the nintendo switch the super nintendo switch online uh library and i was just kind of flipping through there one morning just kind of like looking for something different to play i was like oh you know let's give this a shot and uh that's that's really all there was to it (laughs) okay but hey i've got a question i have a question for you um you mentioned that you have been playing guitar basically for your entire oh, life. Oh shit, we didn't talk about guitar stuff. Well, God, I wanted damn. to ask you about your guitar stuff real quick. If you don't, if we have time, if that's okay. No, we totally have time. Are you kidding? Okay, let me tell you everybody. Robert is a guitar player that has been recording stuff on his Twitter account that has been tremendous and super fun. He's been playing video game themes basically, right? Like uh uh-huh, earthbound yeah. stuff. Um, the Earthbound thing is the one I saw today. That was today. Uh, yeah. Is is there anything else from the past that? Uh, past uh, let's get that weeks? plug in there real quick. I'm King. I'm at King Octavius on Twitter. Yes. <laughs> King Octavius. Uh, can't forget that. But anyway, yes. Uh, I've, I've done a couple of Final Fantasy ones. I did, uh, or maybe just one Final Fantasy. No, two Final Fantasies, two Chrono Triggers. Uh, a That's what caught Marios, my attention was the Chrono Trigger. Two Mario's, one Earthbound today, and one. You probably saw this one, Turtles in Time. Yeah, the Turtles in Time one was tough. That was the one I'm most proud of. Yeah, how do you? So, what's your? How do you learn this stuff? Do you look up a tab? No, I just honestly, I I'm like. If I decide to do it one day, I'll pull up the song however however I can, listen really? to it, just learn it from, from that. And then if I'm lucky, I'll get a solid recording of it within an hour or two. Damn. That's freaking badass, dude. That's super cool. Honestly. It's fun. Like, that's, that's like how you do it. Like with Because back in the day when I first learned guitar, when I was like 12 years old, uh, I was, what, what, what year been? Like 1994? I was like, okay, I want to learn All Apologies by Nirvana. <laughs> yep. Uh, okay. Has to I be can a Nirvana either... song. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I can either pay $20 at my guitar store to buy the tablature book, or I can listen to the song on my crappy cassette player a million times that I taped off the radio myself <laughs> and uh, kind of just, you know, just kind of like, learn the notes myself like what do i do mm-hmm. yeah i just do, i just like to do it myself i i think it's a good practice it's a good way to it helps me become a better guitar player to not just look it up but but to listen to it and be in you know however slowly it might literally it's often one note at a time um but, but when i was a long time ago when i when i was in high school and i was taking uh, i took lessons for maybe about a year in high school one of the things my guitar teacher was really good at was really good at was teaching me kind of how to teach myself and and not only that but also kind of showing me that I was good enough to learn some of these things by myself I would say hey I want to learn this song 
and he'd say, okay, you know, he wouldn't like pull up the tabs. He'd be like, all right, well, let's listen to it and figure it out. And then sometimes I would say, I want to learn this song. Uh, you know, this sounds like a hard one. And I would play it for him and he would kind of look at me and be like, you couldn't, you can't, he was like, you can figure this out. He was, he was like, why, he almost like, why are you asking me for help with this? You oh, can do that. That's super cool. It was super cool. And, and when he did that a couple of times, I was like, you know what, maybe I can do this by myself. And it, and it, and I really could some, some of the time. So that, so that was, I think one of the most helpful things for me. So now that's, that's the only way that I like to learn anything now is just listening to it again, literally sometimes that. one note at a time. Yeah, yeah, that's tremendous. I, it's, I, I just want to humor my, my friend Gretchen from high school right now, because there was a guitar teacher that worked uh, at the guitar store. We frequented way back in the day in the late nineties that did the opposite of that and was like, you can't learn anything without me. And <laughs> Oh, really? Yes, of course. And was like, <laughs> this dude, his name that was income. Je- his, oh, yeah. His name was Jeff. And he, like, produced his own demo tape <laughs> with a drum machine. And it was like, dude. And he would make you sit and listen to this crap for half the lesson. It's like, here's what you should be doing. It's like, why don't you play like that? It's like, go fuck yourself. Play like that. So I, I, it's really. It really makes me feel good that you actually had like a real teacher. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty good. Taught you something instead of like some garbage like I had or my friend he, had. So he yeah. was a real character too. He was uh, his name was T Bone, and um, <laughs> T Bone. He used to, um, he did all sorts of funny stuff. One of the things he used to say all the time was, "I only get drunk twice a year." And that's why, and that's to remind myself why I only get drunk twice a year. <laughs> and he he also used to sometimes when he would be playing, uh, I don't remember what scale it is, but um, doing a certain intervals, a certain note intervals, and he would do one that goes along with chestnuts roasting on an open fire. But any <laughs> every time he did it, he would say, "My nuts resting in your open mouth." He was a fun guy. <sighs> oh, I wish I had that guy as a teacher instead of the guy I had. I need to know what you real quickly. Again, I don't want to keep you longer than you need to be, but I want, I need to know what guitars you own and who oh, yeah. are like your guitar. I just have heroes. one now. I just have the, uh, Ibanez AXS 32. Um, oh, I used, yeah, I'm I, obviously I'm familiar with Ibanez, but not this, not their model numbers. <laughs> ASX 32. <laughs> Ibanez is one of those companies that just puts like random letters and numbers on all their stuff. They do, yeah. It's this is something I traded in. Uh I used to have a Jackson because I was one of those douchebags that played a uh Jackson PS4 that had like a Floyd Rose bridge <laughs> and, like super low action and like you can't help but like play super fast like like That's when cool with me. Set. Yeah, that's that's how I was when I was a teenager. I was like, yeah, I want to play Slayer and Metallica and Anthrax and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But now, after as I got older, I was like, I just want to play, fucking play guitar. <laughs> like, just give me a guitar with with stuff. And that's why I, I traded the PS4 for the Ibanez. 
So that's what I have okay. now. And the guitar and the acoustic I have now, I'm looking at it, I just I don't even know. It doesn't have like a brand on it. It's just like a uh, regular really? Spanish like nylon string guitar. It's just kind oh, of Oh, so it's like a classical Yeah, it's like a cheap and crappy like it's tuned to B. I don't know why I did that, but it's why not? <laughs> yeah, why not? I don't know. But it's 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 hanging there in my closet, and I haven't touched it in a really long time. But yeah, what do you have? You have a PRS, right? I do. I have a PRS and a Fender Stratocaster. Yeah, you got a Strat. Yeah, and a I have a Taylor Acoustic as well. Oh damn! It's it's. I was very lucky that I didn't sell just about well so a couple things, but just about. Any of my stuff I didn't sell in the 19-year hiatus I took from playing. And so when I started playing again, I was like, well, yeah, what yeah, made I've you start a, playing again? I've got a Stratocat. Oh, gosh. It's, I'll, it's, it is a long story, but I'll make it a short one. Long story short is I got interested in electronics. And I started learning about electronics and how they work. And I started making things. And one of the things I decided to make you can, was... I'm sorry. You can you can just like take your time on this. I'm, I'm totally sorry. It was like... I don't. I don't want you to feel rushed. You can, okay. No, I don't. I don't. I don't know. My threshold for going on is very long, and I know many <laughs> people. It's not quite the same. So it's I totally not fine. To. Take your time. So I started learning electronics a, a few years ago, and um, one of the things I was trying, just kind of like looking for something to make to, and to learn how to make. One of the things I found was a schematic for a an effects pedal. Mm. I was like, well, that'd be fun. Let me start working on this, and let me just pull out the old guitar. Uh, to test it out on and as I started playing I was like holy shit I'm back <laughs> <laughs> what was the effects pedal you found I don't even remember I couldn't actually end up getting it to work and I think what happened was I I think I burnt out the one of the um one of the chips that you're supposed to use in it because I hooked it up I'm pretty sure I might have hooked it up backwards in retrospect mm. um, it was just some weird it, it wasn't anything standard it was some weird kind of oscillating effect that somebody made but it wasn't really just oscillating it was just kind of some crazy effect that somebody came up with Sweet. and um, <laughs> so I would try making that and toss that aside and ended up just playing guitar <laughs> I mean I still do I still do make some effects and play with electronics as well but that was what got me back into it and I was like damn I'm really into it now and I practice like an hour a day on average nowadays once once I got back into it and that was about a year and a half ago so I'm really really happy that I did yeah you're um, getting me back into it man I I <laughs> really haven't touched my guitar in years in year I'm talking since I moved to New Mexico like my guitars I got here's the thing I hadn't played I got, since like, I was guitar, 19 like, I got like my guitar hanging on the wall since jeez when did we move here like 2014 like I don't know what to do with this thing and it's like I see you like oh yeah I'm just like throwing out turtles in time here here you go <laughs> turtles in time right here and I'm just like damn I need to like get on this and it's just it's super inspiring so I super appreciate what you're doing with your guitar stuff it's fantastic well, I'm having lots of fun with it. The first one was really spontaneous. It was, I had just gotten was done it playing. Really? You just yeah. did it like on the, just because? Just because the very first one that I, that I posted on Twitter, it was, I had just got done playing, well not done, but I had just for, for the night, I had just finished playing the Final Fantasy VII remake for a little bit. And uh, that part on the Mako Reactor escape scene where it goes, dun, 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 yes. I was like, that's badass. I just want to play that. It's four notes. 
that are all four notes directly in a row. So I was like, so it wasn't difficult at all, but it just sounds so cool that I had to play it. And I was like, why not just post this on Twitter? That might be fun. So I did it. And then I had so much fun doing that. I decided to start doing some other stuff. That is uh, Robert, or no, that's which uh, Twitter account is that? Oh, oh, that's at, uh, King Octavius. Is King Octavius where is where stuff. you can find that. Yeah, it, it, listen, Robert's a good guy. He's just a regular dude. He's a good guy. Thank you for saving me on this journey of trying to keep this podcast afloat. I really appreciate your efforts, Robert. I don't know if you were able to keep this podcast above water, but I hope you were. I don't know either, but I guess we'll find out. We'll find out eventually. Uh, <laughs> I have to read this now. <laughs> do you do this now? Do you, do, do you read a sign-off before you go off? Um, yes, I do. I have a little list of things to mention at the end and a little list of mention of things to mention at the beginning. Like I always say... Uh, the episode, the date, and us—you know what, who we are. Otherwise, I would—I wouldn't forget those things, but I wouldn't know what order to say them in, and it would all fall apart. And sometimes it falls apart, anyways. I totally fell apart for me because I don't know what to do. This is yeah. I'm well, looking I, at this now. Okay. I wish I could help you out since I'm in a seasoned <laughs> podcast veteran but like i said jay's not here so you're right jay is the glue he's the glue guy you know you talk about glue guys (laughs) and nba teams going back to the last podcast jay's the glue guy yes i don't know what that means i don't know anyway anyway all right that's been another drunk fed podcast be sure to check out polykill.com for more podcasts like this one and once again reach out to us at drunkfedpodcast.com sorry drunkfedpodcast at (laughs) gmail.com let me read that again reach out to us at drunkfriendpodcast at gmail.com nailed it (laughs) thanks if you'd simply like to help out the show remember to rate and review us to if you'd simply like to help out the show oh god if you'd simply (laughs) If you'd simply like to help. <laughs> Leave us good reviews on iTunes is what I say. Travis, where are you? We're going to get through this. You can do this. You can do it. Take a deep breath. If you'd simply like to help out the show, remember to rate and review us wherever you listen. We're on Twitter as well. I'm Trav Plays Games. <laughs> Alex is, of course, at at SNESDrunk. And find Robert at ClassicGamingPodcast.com. Is that adequate, I, Robert? I, I, <laughs> yes, I think you got yourself confused with Travis for a second there, but ultimately you made it through. Thank you. Be sure to catch us all on YouTube. Uh, thanks for listening, and we hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for having me.